You're listening to The Journey Podcast. Is it possible to break free from the cycle of burnout and rediscover a life filled with vitality and purpose? Join us in today's episode for more. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. In this episode, we delve into a powerful narrative of resilience and transformation as we explore the journey of overcoming burnout. Our guest, who once found herself at rock bottom due to the overwhelming effects of burnout, shares her inspiring story of healing and recovery. Through her personal experience, she offers profound insights and practical strategies for navigating the challenging terrain of burnout, emphasizing the importance of prioritizing self-care and well-being. Michelle Gordon is a registered nurse who worked for 20 years in a number of Australia's busiest emergency and critical care units. With a family business that was struggling and three young kids which brought in stress and anxiety that culminated when she woke up on the floor of her home one morning next to a smashed wine bottle after passing out from drinking three bottles of wine. Her husband was away and three kids were still sleeping. In that moment, she had an epiphany. She knew she had to change or she would die. Michelle's journey to recovery was self-guided. Access to the right professional help was limited in regional Australia, so Michelle set about learning as much as she could about physical, mental, and emotional health and overcoming burnout. Today, she shares her amazing story and strategies with people struggling or seeking to improve their life and business. Here is my interview with Michelle Gordon. Hi, Michelle. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. I've been looking forward to getting to chat with you because overcoming burnout is such a great topic for today's episode and so needed as we were just talking about. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So good to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And do you want to share a little bit about yourself and where you've come from, what your story is and how you came to do what you do today? Yes, thank you. So my name is Michelle Gordon. I am based here in Australia, so a long, long way from you, across the other side of the world. I'm a nurse. I've been nursing for 25 years, mum of three children, and I am now a life coach and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, which all began after a very big dark journey through burnout back in 2018. Yeah, I hit rock bottom. I have, like I said, been nursing for well over 20 years and I hit a period in my life where I was just trying to do everything and take on all of the responsibility, I guess, in my hat here. My husband had started a brand new business. We had three young children at the time 
And I just went into I've got to fix this and do more mode. And there was other factors that contributed to burnout, definitely lots of other factors, but that really sort of came to, I guess, a head when I started drinking heavily to just numb myself and escape and my health really deteriorated and I started to get quite sick and eventually I actually thought that I was going to either die or I had to stop and make a change. That's the point where I got to. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And that's always the thing when we come into situations where we don't have the tools to find a solution yet, there are coping mechanisms that we try to come up with to help ourselves and very oftentimes ends up actually harming us more than it does good. So thank you so much for your vulnerability and sharing that part of what happened. I think that's a really, really important part to consider for everyone who's listening. So you mentioned that the burnout happened and it had various components. So do you want to share a little bit about what kind of things actually went into your burnout? Because I think people have this idea that you have to have this high caliber corporate job and work 20 hours a day and then you get burnout. I think the reality looks a little bit different than that. Do you want to say something on that? Yes. For me, I went straight into nursing after high school here in Australia and nursing, I was very young, 18 years old when I started studying nursing and it very much became my identity. I just was so wrapped up in climbing the ladder in the nursing field and getting as many degrees as I could and doing all of these different things that I eventually, when I did hit this period of burnout, I was working in an emergency department and they're crazy places to be. The pace is fast. There's lots of adrenaline. There's lots going on. But I kind of thought at the start that this was a challenge. This was another thing that I could conquer and do really well at. So yes, I am that high achiever as well. So I have that real drive and ambition. And what I started to just, like I said earlier, just take on more and more and say yes. And when I really, I guess, came through to healing myself and untangling what was behind the burnout, I realized that I was a people pleaser. So I couldn't say no. And every time that there was extra staff needed or someone needed for overtime, extra shift, I would be, oh, I'll do it. You know, like everyone would, no, no, they'd all run away. And I would be sort of standing there and I'd feel so guilty that I would just say, okay, I'll do it. And that had been a core theme throughout my life. So I have been a serial people pleaser. I also realized that I was a perfectionist and that I wanted to do it right and prove myself all of the time. And that meant working really hard and perfecting my, I guess, nursing career and yeah, just working, working, working to try and get it right. Does that make sense? It was just like this never ending drive within me to perfect, to be the perfect nurse. The other thing that happened was I just got so lost in all of that, that I just forgot who I was. I was so driven by needing to prove myself and needing to please everyone else and serve everyone else 
that I just totally forgot what lit me up as a person. I forgot what I liked. Like I remember when I first worked with a life coach at not long after I had hit my rock bottom, she said, what do you like to do, Michelle, that lights you up? And I had no idea. Like, and here I was, 40-year-old woman. I had completely forgotten about the things that I liked and enjoyed in life. And that was a real kind of wake up to me to, to say, whoa, like I'm so completely out of alignment of who I am. Yeah, that's a really good point. Forgetting really what brings you joy and what recharges you throughout the day. I'm curious how your family figured into this because you had children at the time also that you had to take care of. So that was additional energy in addition to this very demanding job that you're already working. So how did that work out with your family when you were starting to get burned out? Yeah, that was really hard. And what I started to notice was the frustration. I was really frustrated because I knew I had to go home after work and I knew that I put my mum hat on and look after them, be present for them. And I had nothing left in the tank. So that started with feeling frustrated and just tired and like, oh, really? Do I have to show up? I've been on for the last 8, 10, 12 hours at work looking after everyone else and I just don't want to look after you guys. And I hate looking back, such a horrible thing to say about my own children and my family, but that's how I felt. And then came the resentment. So I really started to resent them. I would drive home and I would dread coming inside because I knew that they would want a piece of me. That's when I put my head in the sand and just ignored that and our relationships were, they weren't great. I was angry. I was irritable. My husband and I weren't connected. We barely spoke. We were just living in the same house and it really affected everyone. Yeah. And I feel like burnout is something that can kind of creep up on you. It doesn't feel like it's something where one day you're burnt out or one day you're not and one day you are. I feel like this is a process that happens. At which point did you actually sit down and say, I'm burnt out? Or did that realization ever come? Or was that a doctor that told you that or someone you spoke to? Or how did you realize that you were burnt out? Yeah, there was two instances. And I had drank a lot of wine and that was how I had sort of learned to cope, was just coming home and having a glass of wine. And then that became two glasses and three glasses. And it just got out of hand over a two-year period. There was two times where I had more than four glasses of wine and I was in a completely different place. I wasn't well and that I woke up one morning and realized that I had passed out from drinking so much wine and that I actually just sort of looked around and thought, am I even alive still? Like I just am, I'm literally poisoning myself here. What am I doing? And that was the moment where I went, this is end stage burnout. Like this is the bottom of the bottom. You've got to do something now, Michelle. Oh, what a scary time to come to that realization. And understand that there is such a misalignment that has led you to this. So, wow. And 
Are your symptoms that you were experiencing, like just being disconnected, not having any more joy in life, being frustrated with your children and your family, are those common symptoms that people experience when they're going through burnout or is there sort of a variety of things that happens to people? There's a variety. They're very common. I think the first symptom is I've just got to push through. I've just got to keep going. I'm stressed. I'm so busy. And that's how it starts. And what ultimately happens throughout the stages of burnout, there's 12 stages of burnout, you detach, you become really disconnected, you turn off your emotions so you don't feel because you don't have time to feel. It's just easier to switch the emotions off and numb out. And the numbing out then happens with alcohol or food or gambling or shopping. You know, there's various ways that people escape scrolling on social media all the way through to complete physical collapse. And I had gotten to physical collapse. I'd actually had severe gastrointestinal upset as well. I'd had lots of gastrointestinal pain. I was seeing a doctor to try and figure out what the pain was, although I knew what it was, but I was like in denial. So it very much manifested mentally, emotionally, and physically. That's very interesting because I think a lot of people who experience burnout do get these unexplained physical pains. And a lot of that is resolved once they actually become aware that it is burnout and they start changing their life. And then these weird pains go away. So very interesting that you mentioned that. Now you realized at that point when you woke up in the morning that something had to change. So What were your first steps after you realized that you needed to make a change in your life and that you possibly were burnt out? Where did you look for answers in that journey? Yeah, good question. Over that two-year period, I had tried counseling and traditional therapy and psychology, and I totally believe in those modalities. However, it just didn't work for me. I didn't see any results. So I kept showing up. To these sessions and I just kept coming home feeling there was no light, there was no forward movement, there was no change that I could feel. The very first thing that I did was I worked with a coach and she was very much in like mindset and health and fitness. She had also had a history of alcoholism and she'd overcome that. And I came across this woman on Instagram, as I was scrolling in my desperate hours in the middle of the night, just wanting God, the universe to just give me the answer. I came across this woman and I read a lot about her. I started to dive into all of her posts and her stories. And it was like a light bulb went on and I went, she's going to help me. And we started doing some mindset coaching and she helped me replace the alcohol habit and start to move my body and incorporate the gym and walking and different sorts of training. And that's where it started. I had someone that was there for me that was literally a phone call away that I could call, talk to. And I spoke to her every week for like three months. It was great. That was the kickstart that I needed. Following on from there, I realized that a lot of the way that my brain was wired. So a lot of my actions and habits were the result of the way I had been thinking and my beliefs. I went on this big journey to 
really unlock my mind and open that up and expand my mind and clean up a lot of the old thoughts and patterns and habits that I had previously had or that I believed. And when I started to go on that journey, that just completely changed my life again. It was a really beautiful expansion again after that. I'm so glad that you found someone to work with who was able to support you in that journey. I'm curious because when we are in burnout and especially at the stage that you were at, even these small actions like finding someone to work with can seem like they take so much effort and we just have nothing left to give. So what was that first few weeks like for you where you were struggling with the exhaustion and already being burnt out and having to find then a way to come out of this? How was that for you? And what happened during that first few weeks? That morning that I woke up, I made a deal with universe, God, whatever your belief is. And I just said, I'm going to change and I'm not going to do this anymore. I need to get help and I need you to just put someone in front of me and make this journey happen for me. And I will step up. I will stop this craziness of burnout. I'll stop the drinking. Like I'll be present. I want to be here for my children and my family. And it was like, I just made that deal. And I thought I have to just trust now and believe. And sure enough, within a week or whenever that was, I found this coach and it just felt like it just all aligned together. It felt so right. It felt so good. And rather than being in a place of desperation and despair, like I had been for so long, I was in this place of, I've got this, I'm going to be okay. This is the angel or whoever that's going to take me through and support me. And she did. So that first step is really important for people to take. So if they are feeling they're hitting rock bottom or they're in the very late stages of burnout, it is really important despite that exhaustion to take that step actually and find someone who can help you. That's a really, really good point. Now, what has changed for you today since you've been through this whole journey and looking back now, how has your life changed since dealing with that and stopping the coping mechanism with the alcohol? How have things changed for you? Oh, so different. So different. I reduced my nursing shift. So I stopped working full time as a nurse and really got clear on what my values were and what my life priorities were. And they are my health, my family, my freedom, time, like all of these things that I just thrive off and love. That's what I started to make a priority in my life. I reduced my nursing shifts and I dived into my health and fitness and I started to unlock this incredible energy. So I was waking up and still here I am five years later, waking up really excited about the day. (laughs) So I get up now in the morning at like five o'clock in the morning and it's like Christmas day for me every day because I'm just like, ta-da, like here we are. It's so good because I used to wake up dreading having to face another day and I just don't have that anymore. I have this beautiful, excited energy. My mindset's changed. The way I see things has changed. I'm just like grab life by the horns and let's go. Let's do this. Let's live it. And it's been such a 
big journey for my family as well because my husband has also, I guess, he's been through it with me and the children have too. So they have a different mum now. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fun amazing. to be around. Yeah, what a journey. And you have taken this journey and turned it into something that now can help other people. So you have decided to certify as a life coach and use the NLP as well as a practitioner. So how do you incorporate your own journey into helping your clients now? Yeah, I had quite a few people reach out to me after my journey and transformation. Several people noticed the big change in the way I looked, the way I was showing up, just everything about me had changed. And there was a lot of people reaching out asking how could I support them and help them. And at first I very much gave them a little bit of advice. And then I started to realize that I had, I guess, a process that I had been through that I knew worked. And I played around with the idea of becoming a coach. And I started to, I guess, coach people on the side, as well as doing my nursing shifts. And these beautiful people started getting results, like big results and life-changing results. And that's when I went, this is my passion. I love this. So I went all in and became a coach, did my NLP certification. I've done lots of different certificates. And here I am three years later, and I've been full-time in my business the last year and a half. So it's amazing. I've worked with around 250 women and taken them through the journey that I went through in a very sort of strategic, I guess, process of when I pulled apart my transformation and journey, I realized that there was so many different factors that I had unlocked in myself that that's now what I teach. Yeah. Wow. That sounds wonderful. And if listeners are starting to get inspired by this episode and they're curious how they can work with you, what kind of programs and services do you offer now to work with people who have or are experiencing burnout? Yes. My main program is the health and happiness formula, which is my journey from burnout housed in a really beautiful course. That is my main signature program and I do one-to-one coaching with that. I also do custom coaching as well for women who just want one-to-one support. So there's the option of being in a group with other women, which is really great and such a connected, beautiful space of like-minded women or one-to-one coaching. I love the idea that you're creating this community of women who also support each other then through those journeys that they're going through. So that sounds like such an amazing space of encouragement and support where people really can come to heal. So yeah, all this amazing work that you're doing. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Are you on the socials as well? People can get in touch with you on Instagram or watch videos. Do you have anything available on YouTube as well? Yeah, Instagram's the main socials that you'll find me on at Michelle Gordon underscore coach. And yeah, I love giving value on there and sharing all of my tools and strategies. And whoever wants to reach out, that's where you'll find me. 
Amazing. And Michelle also has her own podcast called Finding Bliss After Burnout. You can listen into her episodes all around and about burnout from your favorite podcast provider. And I definitely highly recommend that you check that out. She has such a wonderful podcast and the episodes are well worth listening to. And we will, of course, be linking to all of Michelle's offerings in the show notes as well. So be sure to check there on how you can get in touch with her, on her coaching programs, on the socials, how you can find out more about her and about working with her. And this has been another incredible episode. And I really hope our listeners have enjoyed our journey into overcoming burnout as much as I have. This is such a topic that is so dear to my heart because of what is happening in the world and what people are going through. So thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on today and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you. It's been so good to have this conversation. So thanks for having me. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And I really hope that people find this helpful and they find a lot of value in this because I do know many of us are struggling. So thank you very much, Michelle, and take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please support us by subscribing, sharing on social media and leaving us a review. We appreciate you. And you can find more of The Journey on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and our website, thejourney.com. Sending you love and courage and see you next time.